come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. It's gonna be fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 204 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I am your only host today, Sean Lords. And uh, welcome to uh, to Word on the Main Street Podcast. Uh, before we get into today's episode, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get Away Today. Uh, Get Away Today is a fantastic travel company, and uh, if you're looking to uh, to head out to some Disney parks, perhaps Walt Disney World, uh, you can definitely use Get Away Today, uh, and uh, we all know that California Adventure will be hosting a Touch of Disney food event uh, coming up here this, I believe, is it, is it this month? Yeah, I believe it's this month. Um, so uh, if you got your tickets, go ahead and uh, check with getawaytoday.com or uh, visit them on, uh, well, you can visit them online, of course, at getawaytoday.com, but you could visit them in the store. Uh, over in South Ogden, if you're local to the Utah area, or you can give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. You can book your hotel, and uh, you should be able to book a flight through them as well uh, if you're going that way. And, of course, they've got Walt Disney World packages if you just want the full-on Disney Parks experience uh, in Florida. Um, Be sure to use our promo code, though, if uh, if you're... going to uh to book with a uh, good old getaway today our promo code is main street 10 that's all lowercase the number one zero again that's main street 10 uh that'll get you ten dollars off any two night or longer southern california travel package uh it might be usable for walt disney world uh but uh brian's in charge of that and he has not shared that information with me uh, but I'm sure, uh, I, I don't want to say for sure, but I'm sure that they'd cut you some slack uh, for any Walt Disney World getaways. Um, just let them know, of course, Main Street, uh, Word on the Main Street podcast sent you, and uh, hopefully they'll they'll give you the hookups, but uh, definitely check them out again, getawaytoday.com, or visit them in person at the uh, store in South Ogden, Utah, or just give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. And that $10, of course, will get you some uh, delicious food over at the Touch of Disney event coming up. Or if you're hanging around downtown Disney, go uh, go use that on some delicious uh, food and beverage or uh or just something at the uh, the Disney store. Maybe uh, a couple masks. I'm sure we're going to be needing those for just a bit longer. Uh, hopefully not forever. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, let's uh, let's move on. Um, make sure you check them out. But uh, let's uh, let's move on. Of course, this week at the Disneyland Resort, not not a whole lot's happening yet. 
but of course, uh, Downtown Disney is open for shopping and outdoor dining. So uh, go check out uh, Downtown Disney if you're able and enjoy the little Disney magic that you can at the moment. Um, but uh, if you can't get there, that's all right. Uh, I'm sure perhaps you might be able to uh, visit in the the near future um, for a, an actual day at Disneyland like we uh, we're somewhat used to. So all right. Uh, so that's it for this week at the Disneyland Resort. Brian is not here, so we're not going to do uh, trivia this week. But I will remind you of the question uh, that uh, that Brian asked last week. So if you haven't answered him, you're going to want to send in your answer to Brian. That's B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Um, but that question... For those that are, are wondering, if you didn't let, listen in last week or you need a refresher, that question is, Disney legend and Imagineer Mary Blair can be found in a doll form in It's a Small World. Where is she located? So uh, go ahead and shoot your answers over to Brian. Again, that's Brian, B-R-Y, sorry, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Uh, send them your answers. Give it a shot. Give it a go. Um, and, and of course, you know, you can shoot me an email as well. You can shoot me the answer to that question. Or you can just say hi. Or, you know, send us pictures when you go to A Touch of Disney. Or send us some uh, some photos from your downtown Disney excursion. Um, feel free to shoot me an email. I'm always here. Always uh Happy to get your emails, and uh, I try and respond to as many of those as possible. But uh, feel free to feel free to shoot me an email. My email address is sean s e a n dot w o t m s at gmail dot com. I look forward to hearing from you. Um, also, if you want to contact us by phone, we can be contacted. That way, by calling 801-923-2455. So go ahead and uh, leave us a voicemail, and uh, we might play it on the show unless otherwise specified by you in the message. So make sure, if you don't want it to to play on the air, that you just let us know uh, that you're not comfortable with that, and we will accommodate. Otherwise, can't promise anything. So... um. Another way to contact us, of course, is on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. And I think, did I say it all? Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, that's all four. So go check us out if you haven't. Um, the contest is likely over for the um, the Baymax Funko Pop. Uh, it's, a, it's a bigger size Funko Pop. I believe it's uh, six-inch Funko Pop. Uh, the normal ones, I believe, are about four four inches um this one's a bigger funko pop and it is baymax a little deflated holding mochi the cat obviously the famous hairy baby scene from uh big hero six so feel free to go check it out and see if it's still up and and ready if we haven't announced the winner by the time uh you've listened to this and by the time you're looking on our social media you can still enter to win that Baymax. So why wouldn't you? 
right? So uh, it's free to do. All you have to do is uh, follow the instructions. General instructions are, of course, uh, going to Instagram, following us. Well, not Instagram, but uh, any of the social media places. Following us on there, um, liking the post that we have created, and of course, commenting with a you know tagging a, a friend uh, that might want to win that Baymax. So go check it out. Go enter. Get yourself an entry. You can enter on all four platforms, and uh, you'll get four entries. Uh, but you can enter a little bit more by uh, donating to our BuyMeACoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. Uh, if you donate, um, well, if you, depending on how many churros you donate is how many extra entries you will receive up to five. So make sure when you do uh, donate churros to us that you are noting in the comments that you want this to count toward your, uh, your Funko entries and we will get that uh, added in. Uh, so again, that's an entry for each donated churro up to five churros. And you do get some uh, some other perks with that that aren't really listed on the buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S page. But if you donate one to two uh, churros, you will be able to listen to the extra episode that uh, we are going to be recording, uh, I believe... This week sometime, I'll have to get Brian together. We were going to do it tonight, but uh, he wasn't able to make the recording. So uh, we're going to start recording those uh, exclusive episodes just for our uh, churro donation folks. Uh, So go ahead and donate one to two. You'll get that link. And of course, a thank you in the middle of our podcast. Uh, Three to four churros donated will get you. um, We we, uh, just printed off some stickers that should arrive as you're listening to this they should have arrived already so uh we've got two different kinds of stickers one is a haunted mansion themed word on the main street podcast sticker very high quality stickers and uh the other one is me and brian dressed as winnie the pooh and tigger uh in some weird fantasy of brian's where he is surrounded by bees and honey and I am just part of his uh, his little uh, bee fantasy there. So sounds really weird, but uh, it's almost like I'm. If you've watched WandaVision, I am a, a, a stander by in Brian's uh, reality in that sticker. So uh, if you if you donate three to four churros, you'll get that. Of course, you'll get the episodes, and you'll be thanked in the middle of a podcast. Uh, that next podcast of course uh episode um and then if you donate five or more churros you can select one of my prints that i have created um and you'll get a sticker and access to uh the that month's episode um and of course a thank you in the middle of the episode and you can become a member uh i believe it is fifty dollars for the year or five dollars per month uh, for a year so either 60 or 50 bucks why not save uh, 10 bucks and just do the year all at once but what you'll get there is all that I've talked about before but you'll have access to all of the uh, exclusive episodes for a full year 
um, as well as the sticker and the print. But with the print, you'll have the option of me drawing you in my own style. Uh, so if you want that, uh, that will be open to members only. Or you can select one of my other prints, of course. And then, uh, like I said, sticker episodes. But you'll be thanked at the beginning of our episodes, just so you're aware. If you become a member, the episodes will be presented by you uh, for that full year. So um, if we get too many, of course, we'll have to cycle through. But uh, for now, we'll be uh, presenting our episode by you, the member, uh, through uh, buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. And that will also get you 10 extra entries if you do that before we... uh, before we decide that giveaway. So uh, hurry over there, but be sure to check uh, social media before you do so. Um, just uh, so you don't expect those if we've already given that away. All right. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. Go, uh, go support the show monetarily if you can. If not, the best way, the absolute best way to support the show, of course, is just to listen every week. Uh, and share the podcast with those that might also enjoy it. Um, of course, another way to, to really support the podcast, listening to it's great, sharing it's great, but if you could get on uh, the podcasting platform that you're listening to us on and leave us a review and subscribe if you haven't already, that would be much appreciated. Uh, Brian usually says all this. Uh, I've got an old list, I'm sure, but uh, that is on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music. Um, I don't think Google's any longer, but uh, it's uh, Amazon Amazon Podcasts, I believe, or Amazon Music, um, and somewhere else. I don't know. If you're listening to us, you know where to find us, right? So... Go ahead and leave us that review and, uh, and of course, subscribe if you haven't already. So those are the best ways to support the show. Uh, and uh, if you can do all of those, we'd appreciate it. But if you can only listen and uh, subscribe and leave us a review, that is just dandy. So, um, yeah, uh, we appreciate all of you. But let's get into this week's episode. Uh it might be a little short. I'm the only one here. Not as many tangents, but I may, I may get into a tangent. You never, ever know. So, uh, we had some stuff that we were going to talk about last week, uh, that we didn't quite get to, but I am not 100% sure that we need to go over, uh, one of these because I think one of them is already apparent, but, uh, let's start with the first one. So, uh, Bob Chapek, uh, the guy over Disneyland, of course, um, he, uh, sorry. Yeah. 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 The, uh, Disney CEO, uh, Bob Chapek had, uh, given some insight on, uh, the, uh, annual passes. So I was just going to read what he was talking about, um, recently. So, uh, here we go. I think this is the part, sorry, I looked at this last week. I had it all ready to go, and then we ran out of time, but uh, this is what Bob Chapek has said. He says, quote, There's no doubt that after we reopen a park, that uh, after it's been closed for a long period of time, there's going to be some reopening costs. 
We're going to go rehire labor, which we're more than glad to do. We want to put people back to work. But at the same time, there is a fundamental shift where we can be more efficient, practice these yield management strategies in a more profound, unlimited way, if you will. We've made some changes already, you know. You've heard about some changes in our annual pass program at Disneyland, which, you know, in a non-COVID environment would have been a tough one to make because they just keep renewing and renewing. But, you know, when you start lapping a year without anybody going for an annual pass program, that gives you the chance. And so we're going to use that, though, in order to have an even better guest experience at Disneyland and really manage the crowd so that no matter what day you go to Disneyland, you're going to have an extraordinary experience. Uh, I think there's some good there, um, especially for us out-of-towners. Um, sounds like uh, this is just... Uh, we, we all know the annual pass program is temporary. They're going to put something else... Uh, in effect at some point but uh, for now where where the capacity for reopening of course is going to be so low uh, I think it's just a good way for them to be able to regulate those crowds and just keep it a nice experience for everybody so um, if you're an annual pass holder I know I know it sucks but uh, for us out-of-towners I think it's going to be somewhat great to be able to be there at whatever capacity um, that they reopen at and we'll get more into that here in a bit but um just thought that was that was a little interesting so um i know uh for ap's legacy pass holders we talked about this last week but it was very quick if you're going to a touch of disney you're going to be able to uh grab i believe it was a legacy pass holder uh freebie um, so it's a sticker or magnet, just like the old annual pass holder ones, but it says legacy pass holder. So if you had one of those passes, uh, before that, uh, was before the shutdown and you still had it, um, you'll be able to get one of those along among other things, uh, such as a photo op at a touch of Disney and, uh, I think some, some other stuff. So, uh, if you're going to touch a Disney and you're a pass holder, just know you've got a little more perks for that event. Uh, but let's, let's move on. Uh, what I was going to talk about last week was just COVID cases dropping, uh, in orange County. Uh, but we've gotten some news <laughs> that, uh, I'm sure, uh, you have, uh, heard. Um, so, uh, we're, we're going to skip that. Uh, just know, COVID cases, uh, hospital capacity, um, well, COVID cases are dropping, hospital capacity is going up, so there's more capacity at the hospitals, so they're being a little more lenient uh, uh, on reopening, um, so I'm just going to pull up uh, an article from micechat.com, um, there's a couple things in this uh, that are pretty interesting. Uh, but as some of you have noticed or have read already, uh, California has announced that, um, that as of April 1st, um, different theme parks and, uh, restaurants and whatnot will be able to reopen. Um, but, uh, the big one of course is the theme parks. Uh, so April 1st. 
As long as they're in the red tier, they will be able to reopen at 15% capacity. Um, that's not a lot. And uh, just so you guys are aware, um, right now, the way that that's looking is it will be open only to in-state residents. So if if you are outside California and you're listening to this or you've read oh, Disneyland's going to open April 1st, uh, probably not going to open April 1st. Um, and we'll go over that here in a bit, but uh, definitely not going to be open to out-of-staters. So uh, don't get too excited just yet, but you should still be excited. You should still be optimistic because this is a step in the correct and the right direction. Uh, so be excited, be excited. Things are dropping, uh, as far as COVID goes, uh, deaths and, uh, infections are all dropping, which is a fantastic sign. We've got those, uh, vaccinations out there that, uh, seem to be helping out quite a bit. Um, so just so you guys are aware, that is how it's going to be, um, 15% capacity, they're able to open, but I don't think Disney's going to be opening quite yet. They've got to bring people back to work. Uh, they've got to, uh, from from what uh, the Mice Chat article says, they've got to, the people that operate the attractions need to be certified every year. And where it's been over a year uh, since, they're going to have to certify them again. So it might take some time to bring back the trainers and and all that jazz and then get everybody certified. So um, it's going to take some time, of course, to get the employees ready to go. Uh, so I would not expect it to open on April 1st, but just know that uh, it'll probably be pretty soon after that. Um, they're guessing about three to five weeks uh, after they're able to open. But my guess is they're going to start uh, getting people on board as soon as possible. Um, so anyway, uh, red tier, they'll be able to open at 15% capacity to in-state, excuse me, to in-state only, uh, effective April 1st, 2020. Like I just said, 15% capacity in-state only, uh, when you go to, to the parks, there will be a max of 10 people in your group. Um, or three household groups with no intergroup mixing. Um, indoor capacity will max at 15% with time restrictions, so they may not be able to, at that point, open indoor dining. Um, and then, oh, it actually says no indoor dining is one of the uh, stipulations for opening as of April 1st. So you won't be able to dine indoor, uh, just outdoor. And then uh, there'll be requiring weekly worker testing um, for the coronavirus. So there is that. Uh, it's it's a little bit of hope. Um, it sounds like they're assuming and, and this is this is coming out on Wednesday. Uh, it sounds like the prediction is Tuesday, the 9th of March. Uh, it's expected to update and they'll they should be in that red tier and ready to open. Um, but they have pointed out that uh, a lot of the numbers are actually within the orange tier. Um, so they're guessing within three to five weeks, uh, you might see Orange County get to uh, tier three 
which uh, is basically, it's got some of the same things. So as of now, the max capacity will be 25% in the orange tier, um, effective April 1st. Um, indoor capacity max will be 25% with time restrictions, uh, weekly worker testing, but uh, you'll be able to eat indoors. And uh, I believe with, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know what they're saying there, sorry. Uh, but it is also in state visitors only. Um, so right now, all, all four tiers is in state visitors only. Um, so you're, you're even talking tier four where the case rate is below one or uh, test positivity below 2%. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know why you would need it to be restricted to in-state only at that point, but I'm hoping as as time goes on and as the weeks go on that they'll understand that, that they can let people from out of state start to come to the park. But as of now, just, just know that it's going to be in state only as of this point. Um, so who knows how that'll, how that'll be in the coming weeks, the coming months. Uh, but hopefully soon we'll be able to get everybody at, uh, at Disneyland with at least, uh, 15 to 35% capacity. So, uh, it's pretty exciting. I am very hopeful with people getting vaccinated and with all the rates going down that uh, we'll be able to visit the beloved uh, Disneyland Resort here pretty soon. Be able to uh, enjoy some attractions. Uh, Mice Chat did us a did us a good little um, uh, favor here and listed all of the outdoor and mostly outdoor attractions that will likely be open when Disneyland reopens. Uh, after April 1st, you've got Disneyland Railroad over at the... So they're listing Disneyland Park right now. Uh, Disneyland Railroad, as Astro Orbiter, Autopia, Storybook Land Canal Boats, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, Casey Jr. Circus Train, Matterhorn, Bobsleds, um, King Arthur Carousel, Mad Tea Party, Big Thunder Mountain, Mark Twain Riverboat, Sailing Ship Columbia, Pirate's Lair, uh, on Tom Sawyer Island, Jungle Cruise, Tarzan's Treehouse, and Gadget's Go Coaster. Um, and then they're saying possibly It's a Small World, Splash Mountain, Winnie the Pooh, and uh, maybe some of the dark rides. So uh, that's, that's pretty hopeful. I'm sad that there's no Haunted Mansion. But they didn't say um, no indoor attractions. They just said that precautions have to be taken for indoor so we still might get Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, stuff like that. So uh, let's just keep that positivity going there. Uh, for California Adventure, they're listing uh, Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters, Junkyard Jamboree, Grizzly River Run, Golden Zephyr, Goofy Sky School, Jumpin' Jellyfish, Silly Symphony Swings, and Coaster, Inside Out, uh, Emotional Whirlwind, Jesse's Critter Carousel, and Pixar Pal Around. Um, and then possibly Radiator Springs Racers and Midway Mania. Um, but again, hopefully some of those indoor attractions will be able to open just with the right precautions. So let's, uh, let's be positive there and, and hope that more will be allowed to open 
the problem with Haunted Mansion, though, of course, is uh, the stretch room there. So that might not be as possible as I want it to be, but that's okay. Um, so I just want you guys to to be um, aware <laughs> that uh, that uh, this might not open to out-of-state folks for a little bit and uh, that Disneyland might not even open uh, for a few weeks after April 1st. Um, but Orange County, just so you guys are aware, uh, they've got quite a few um, metrics within the orange or moderate uh um what's the word i'm looking for the uh moderate uh threshold i don't know but uh uh just uh just be positive there uh it sounds like they're mostly on their way to the moderate rather than the red substantial tier so uh another cool thing uh there were some aerial photos of uh disneyland that were taken relatively uh recent um so they looked on on main street uh you could see show lighting was was um was up and down the street so you've got the uh the uh, shops and and everything on main street lit up which is pretty cool um they were talking about some of the the trees that are that are open not open that are (laughs) They're looking good and flourishing uh, in the hub. But uh, what they saw was uh, some cocktail tables, the normal tables at Plaza Inn and uh, over at uh, Coke Corner or Jolly Holiday um, were actually removed and they had uh, cocktail tables there. So the normal tables gone, cocktail tables there. So that might be something they were saying maybe it was for an expansion of a touch of Disney or uh, maybe it's just to, to keep everybody distant, but, um, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, and then they got a picture of the fantasy, uh, not fantasy land, the frontier land sign. Uh, the, the entrance has been expanded and the new sign is up, um, over at, uh, snow white, all the scaffoldings down as well as a lot of the scaffolding around King Arthur's carousel. They still have some, uh, fencing up around it, but uh, I think they're complete on the top. Probably just uh, touching some things up with the horses there. Um, and then over at Haunted Mansion, the scaffolding's all down, the scrim's down, and it is looking beautiful. And hopefully they've made some good updates on the inside. Um, and then... They had noticed that the exterior for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway behind Toontown is basically done. And then, of course, they'll be doing the inside. Um, and, uh, yeah, they uh, they found a picture of... Oh, yes, this one's awesome. So, uh, Avengers Campus looks done. Everything... There's no <laughs> construction uh, machinery there. Uh, you can see the Avengers A on the ground and it looks clean and the lighting is on and uh they are saying maybe just maybe that will be available uh for people to to visit during a touch of disney i don't think it will be if i'm being honest with myself um and with you guys i think that they're gonna save it until we can experience it um to to the fullest 
and by that, I don't mean maximum capacity. I just mean being able to actually ride the attraction and uh, eat inside at Pim's Particles. I don't think they want to open that until um, until it's ready for uh, 100% enjoyment there. So um, that's my thought, but uh, if you're going to touch a Disney, there might be some hope there for you, but uh, I doubt it, if, if I'm being honest. So... Um, yeah, and then they had lighting on over at uh, Cars Land as well as uh, the Pixar Pier. So it was just kind of fun to see all that. So that's pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, uh, Disneyland might be opening sooner than later. That was the point of all that. Um, another thing, it was uh, Employee Appreciation Day, I believe on Friday. March 5th, if I remember correctly. Um, but what was really cool is uh, one of my favorite Disney head uh, hon- head honchos is Josh Damaro. Um, I've said this before on the podcast, and so has Brian. So I'm sure he agrees with me on uh, the praise of Josh Damaro. But he had a, uh, posted on his Instagram page. Uh, you can see some pictures of him with cast members bumping elbows, taking photos, talking with them. And then, of course, uh, a little graphic that says, you're awesome, Disney celebrates Employee Appreciation Day 3521. Uh, But the caption here uh, is what I love the absolute most. So uh, he had written, I had a great time today with our cast at the Disneyland Resort as I walked downtown Disney and Disney California Adventure on Employee Appreciation Day with Bob Iger and Ken Pot Rock. We are encouraged by the announcement today that California theme parks now have a path forward toward opening responsibly this spring and getting thousands of people back to work. I wish I could have walked every property and thanked all of our cast, crew, Imagineers, and employees around the world in person. I want to share my sincere appreciation to everyone in our organization working and furloughed who is part of our magic. Uh, just a, a upstanding guy. Um, and I don't know, just, just what I've seen of Josh, uh, things that he's done, small little actions like walking around the park and picking up garbage. Um, I, I just, I feel like this is very sincere of Josh and, uh, good on you, Josh. Um, I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> And uh, keep up the good work. I'm going to take a a quick drink here. Perfect. Uh, Mountain Dew Zero. (laughs) But anyway, um, just wanted to share that with you. I thought that was uh, actually really, really cool um, of Josh to go pay uh, respect to, uh, to those workers there and to workers around the world. Um, And I've got some time, so I'm going to go over the new foodie guide. Brian's not here to go over this. Um, We went over the foodie guide for A Touch of Disney last week, and uh, everything sounds delicious. Um, But as we know, um, March is, uh, is a time for celebrating St. Patrick. Uh, so 
we have a St. Patrick's Day foodie guide. A St. Patrick's Day foodie guide uh, for the Disney parks. So uh, it starts over at the uh, Disneyland Resort. And I'm only going to talk about the Disneyland Resort. I'm not going to get into Walt Disney World. Um, I think uh, that would be a little too long. So I'm going to cut it in half, probably in in a third to two thirds. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to do the Disneyland Resort offerings for uh, St. Saint- Patrick's Day. Um all right, so over at the Trolley Treats, uh, Disney's California Adventure Park. Uh, I can't do this the whole time. Over at Marceline's Confectionery downtown, in downtown Disney, uh, you'll be able to get a St. Patrick's Mickey Apple. Uh, it is a Granny Smith apple dipped in caramel, marshmallow ears, enrobed in milk chocolate, co- colored white chocolate, uh, and a green top hat. And this will be available March 10th through the 17th so looks like a little mickey uh leprechaun a little mickey leprechaun there um another apple that they have is the pot of gold apple uh so it is a granny smith apple dipped in caramel dipped in dark chocolate and embellished with yellow white chocolate and gold candy coated milk chocolates rainbow sour belt and green chocolate shamrock available only on March 17th, which is St. Patrick's Day. So that is something you can only find the pot of gold on St. Patty's Day. Um, I don't know if St. Patty's Day is, is what they like it to be called. But uh, St. Patrick's Day, you can get that uh, pot of gold caramel apple. It looks pretty cool and uh, very delicious. So... Uh, next, they've got the Shamrock Crispy. That was almost uh, a little too Scottish. Uh, but uh, Shamrock-shaped crispies dipped in green and white chocolate decorated with a yellow Mickey available March 7th through the 17th. Uh, so there you go there. And then a mint chocolate cookie marshmallow wand. Uh, that, my friends, is a Mickey-shaped marshmallow dipped in mint milk chocolate enrobed in chocolate cookie crumbles and drizzled with green and white chocolate available March 10th through the 17th. That looks good. That looks so good. Um, so that's it for Marceline's confectionery. Let's head over to Ralph Brennan's jazz kitchen. That's my uh, trumpet noise there or trombone or whatever, some kind of brass instrument. But Ralph Brennan, they have one offering for uh, St. Patrick's Day, and that is mint chocolate chip glazed beignets. And that is a sweet blend of chocolate chips and fresh mint with a touch of the Irish green sprinkles. Available March 15th through the 21st. So if you're in the area then, go get those. They look delish. Um, over at the Uva Bar and Cafe, I hear this place is actually pretty good. Uh, they've got a corned beef and cabbage burger. Uh, this is an Angus beef. An Angus? I feel like that's got to be uh, said in a Scottish accent. An Angus. Uh, that wasn't very good. Let's just move on. Uh, an Angus beef 
patty resting on a bed of braised cabbage topped with Swiss cheese, sliced corned beef, and whole grain mustard aioli on a brioche bun served with garlic fries only available on St. Patrick's Day on March 17th. So be sure to get that on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, These other two are also only available on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. Uh, They have Irish nachos. Uh, uh, Irish nachos. There we are. French fries topped with corned beef, Guinness beer cheese, pico de gallo, and spicy aioli. Looks so good. Um, I want it. And then they have Irish libations, of course, for, uh, those that want to get a little tipsy. Um, Sorry if I go into Scottish. They're pretty similar. Leave me alone. Uh, So that is it for uh, Disneyland. um, The Disneyland St. Patrick's Day food offerings on the St. Patrick's Day foodie guide. So hopefully that sounds delicious to you like it does to me. I just wish I could could be there on St. Patrick's Day and get that burger and the the, the nachos, the... uh, nacho fries, whatever, the Irish nachos, whatever, uh, I get it, they're, they're Irish, because they're fries, because potatoes, sorry, all right, uh, let's see, I think that is it for this week, so I'm gonna let you guys out a little early, just because we went a little long last week, um, but uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening to this week's episode, and want to uh, make sure you guys are staying positive, uh, on on the Disney parks at this time, I I really think we're gonna be uh, reopening to to more than just Californians uh, here pretty soon. So um, let's all all give out that uh, good juju, those good vibes there uh, that uh, that the Disneyland Resort will be able to reopen. Of course, at uh, at uh, certain capacity, of course. Um, but uh, let's. Uh, Let's send out those positive vibes and, and get that place open for everybody. But uh, but yeah, definitely thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode, especially this one where I'm just rambling on by myself. I'm so lonely this week, all alone. There's no one here beside me. Um, but uh, again, if you can, go uh, go check us out on, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, And if you haven't, please share this podcast with those that might also enjoy it and uh, subscribe and leave us a little review on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, and some other places that uh, you're already listening to us on right now. So, um, and then of course, uh, again, we would definitely appreciate you. Uh, donating a churro to us over at buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. Um, we hope to uh, to see some of you there soon. And uh, yeah, so again, thank you guys so much. I can't thank you guys enough. I've said it like five million times while I've been saying goodbye to you for, for the week. Um, but uh, we, we really do appreciate it. Uh, and uh we hope hope you enjoy what we're laying down here for you. Um, so thank you guys so much. Please, please join us every week 
every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street. Top of the morning to ya. Uh, that's that's hello. I don't know. Whatever the Irish say. Goodbye. Uh, bottom of the the night to ya.